Welcome to the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast, where we explore what it means to grow daily and find our best in every aspect of life. Welcome back to another episode of the Eyes Up Mindset Podcast. I am John Shirky here with my friend and co-host, Jamie Wagner. Jamie, a bit of a milestone episode for us. Number 10, not only is it that, but it's incredibly special because of the guests that we have. Who are we going to talk to today? Coach Steve Johnson, our former head coach at Bethel University, Minnesota Football Coaches Association Hall of Famer, six-time MIAC Coach of the Year. That stuff just tells you he's good at his job. What he's really good at and what we hope you guys can take away is the impact he's had and the legacy he's left on many, many people in his time at Bethel. And we're grateful he joined us and we're grateful we can give it to you guys. Steve Johnson. We're here with Bethel University head football coach, Steve Johnson. Coach, first of all, I probably won't refer to you as Steve Johnson anymore because that just feels weird for me. (laughs) But uh, everybody else needs to know who you are, I guess. But um, thanks for being on today. It's certainly a joy and a pleasure for us to get to talk to you today. Yeah, my pleasure, man. I've been uh, following what you guys are doing. I'm proud of you. And man, it's good stuff. And I, you know, let's, let's go. And you, you guys know how I am with that, but um, it is, uh, I love what you guys are doing. And, and I just think it, it transcends, you know, it's big for coaches. It's big for businesses, but man, it's, it's about family too. You know I mean? It, the principles are amazing and uh, just excited about to be on with you, but also about what you're doing. If we're completely honest, we're stealing a lot of this stuff from you. So <laughs> we, I stole it from somebody else, probably, you know, the Holy spirit, maybe Solomon and uh, maybe some other Jack wagon who I, I don't even know, but go with yeah. your heart. And that's the beauty, man. Yeah. We are so indebted to our time there and we're, we're grateful for not only you being on, but just your presence and, your, your staff's presence in our life and what they've done to, to kind of springboard us into becoming men. So just off the bat, it's a, it's a huge thank you from us and probably from everybody we've worked with up until this point. Cause they're, they're hearing your guys' stuff through us. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And that, you know, that makes my heart happy. I went to a restaurant a couple of weeks ago and I was meeting with four guys that are, were former players. And um, all of a sudden it's COVID time but about 12 guys come and they're, you know, pretty far across the room. But um, you guys know that I cry pretty easy, but there's these 12 guys that finished a few years ago and man, they're just, just the, the feel and the conversation and beautiful guys kind of, kind of bless an old fart that, uh, you know, and then when you say that Jamie and John, um, the, the, when we go through this stuff, there's not, there's not this other magic outside of things. There is, you know, we're all in this together and the the head coach and the quarterback get more credit and more blame than they deserve. And, um, and I'm not trying to be, you know, um, humble about it or anything, but man, um, my heart is full because I get to learn, you know what I mean? You guys taught me whatever I told you that was good probably. <laughs> You know what I mean? And so, and that, that's the beauty. I don't mean that in a mousy way. I mean, that let's go, babe, you know, and it, it just uh, it makes my heart happy. So coach, b- before we hit record, we were just talking a little bit about 
this time that we're in, in the world and in the situation that we're all facing, you said it earlier, we're all together in this thing. How has, you know, the COVID stuff, the situation impacted what you guys are doing to get ready for not only this season, but moving forward? Yeah, you know, um, that that's a good question, but, and, and I'm, I've answered it too many times in my, in this time, but it keeps, you know, it keeps changing and modifying and, we're, we're in such a season of change. You know, we're hoping that we get to play all our games and one day, and then I'm going to be, you know, we're, I'm kind of with our staff talking about, boy, if we get to, if we get to have our, just our conference schedule, that's going to be great. And, um, and then, well, we could add on, we're playing Platteville, which is going to be a great test for us. We can add that. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next thing you hear is that, you know, you, know, you can't, you can't get the, uh, within six feet of each other. So my left guard is really confused because I told him to go punch the linebacker in the nose. And so you've got kind of a, all these distractions already are out there. So what do we do now? And there's something that uh, we think is huge is you got to trust your base. Who are we? You know, where are we going? What do we got to be? And we can't control the circumstances, uh, even government things and, and this disease, all these different things are out of our control. And um, so we got to trust our base. Coach, what about recruiting specifically? I know that that is an ever-evolving and changing process from year to year sometimes. But what have you guys been able to do to remain true to your base and the values that you believe, even in this time when you're not able to be out there shaking hands, giving hugs, doing those things that I know that you love to do in person? our junior recruiting is huge. It's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, the divisions of, you know, like the stinking uh, big shots are, they're signing the eighth graders now. And, you know, so D3 guy, we're, everything's faster now. And so our junior recruiting is huge. And we're, at first we're kind of, okay, what do we, what do we, what can we do here? And we used to bring in families and it's really cool because the message of Bethel is uh, elite academics, fantastic football experience, and we're really stinking good. Uh, but who you go to school with is going to mark your life. And the kind of man that you are becoming and become, you're just going to give off aroma to everybody else. So we're pretty picky about who we recruit, not in a nitpicky way, but in if you don't have kind of a heart that's aligned with us, uh, you're going to hurt us. And so we want to get guys, obviously you want guys that run super fast, but um, we need guys that kind of fit into to who we are even more than, than, than what we do. And so we got to trust our base. So don't get outside of that. You know what I mean? But in the recruiting piece, the one thing that we found, and we always want to be that uh, life is hard and uh, we just, we want to embrace that even punch it in the face then, you know what I mean? Lean into it. You guys, have to have some of that in your stuff. I mean, lean into it, baby. Here we go. And, um, uh, you, you know, you won't do that if you don't practice it. You get good at what you practice. So if you practice, oh, I don't know what to do now, you'll get good at it. But if you practice, here we go, baby. Lean in, lean in. And you guys chuckle on that. But it's a, it's a big deal. But make that your way. Make that your MO. That's that my way of life is to have a happy, you know, I want to be a guy who's got a happy heart and a guy who's leaning into tough stuff and not being surprised by it. Cause duh, you know, everything, everything's got, got its, uh, its challenges. So anyway, 
our staff got together and I, I love it because I'm 64 years old and um, not exactly great with face chat and poop like that. And so anyway, but our coaches are saying, Hey, we can do this. We can do this. We can do this. And then all the next thing you know, um, we're getting our message. We're, we're, we're getting junior nights, we call them. And so we would start out, we kind of introduce, but we'd have people that have to sign up. And so we're talking to families all over the country and there's like 240 of them in five nights um, over a Zoom thing. And we would talk about who we are. And for us, you know, Bethel is a, um, it's not a religious thing where it's a Baptist, Lutheran, Catholic, blah, blah, blah. But, it, but we do believe the school and the program that the King of Kings sent his son so we could run. And how dare, how dare we not? So let's go. And uh, so kind of giving that message to people that our guys have, they've already kind of warmed it up to where, you know, if a, if a youngster in our recruiting process isn't kind of a, a interested in, in, in who we are a little bit, um, we, we don't want to waste their time or ours. And so it's kind of a good narrowing but we're able to present that to over 225 families. So our junior days that we were just kind of like, oh, no, da, 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 how do we, you know, and everybody's in the same boat. But if you say that uh, 206 times, you're probably not doing anything. You know what I mean? And, I, and I've caught myself a few times it's appropriate, but not 200 and whatever number I said. You know what I mean? So if, if you're kind of constantly saying, well, everybody's in the same boat, that's a true thing, but don't let it be an excuse. I hear a couple different things in there that really stand out to me as big takeaways from our experience there. And you talk about like, be from your base. I think even as a football team, we had a very specific identity. We knew who we were and how much of that, I mean, is just an everyday intentional, like how much of it is just springing forth from who you are and who the staff is and all that stuff and how much of it is really built in with intent and purpose by you guys as coaches a lot of both but you can't just have one or the other because the authenticity is huge so it's kind of got to come out of you gotta uh, the bible says that our hearts are the wellspring of life and so what comes out of your heart is what you've kind of put in and so if you and even in a football even business thing Whereas you've got all these different things, but you don't know, but you're not good at anything. You're, you're just kind of going all over the place. And um, I'm, a, I'm an ADHD guy. I'm, I'm, I'm ADD and there's a picture of me in the uh, dictionary. But, but the deal is, um, I know that I got I to gotta focus in. You know, I know that, boof, that and because I know that I'm good at it, you know, when it's big. I'm not very good at it when it's not, not that big. But I think those are, there's that in, intentionality. I want, I want the, you know, kind of just raw enthusiasm because it's my heart. And if it's, and if it's not fake, it's powerful. If it's fake, it's, it's, it sucks. So what you need is that deal where you've got this happy heart and you're going and, and, you know, just that verse, you share, share a verse uh, with you. First Thessalonians 5, 16, 17 says, uh, first, it says, be joyful. You know, it's a choice. Be joyful. Okay. And that, so I'm thinking enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, the word means love of God. So enthusiasm, here we go. And then the, the second thing uh, it says is to pray without ceasing. And, it, you know, I'm, I'm a Baptist preacher's kid. So I grew up thinking, 
pray without ceasing didn't sound so good. I mean, I walked around, you know, and have eyes, and I was like immature probably. But um, what it means is stay connected with me. You know, I, the King of Kings sent his son so I could run to forgive me of that crud, just get rid of it and go, but stay connected. You know what I mean? Don't wander away. And then the third thing is be grateful in all circumstances. And that is stinking hard right now because I, I'm getting down on the COVID thing and we had riots and all this, all the stuff going on where there's just so much pain and then we double down on it with all that stuff. But something good's going to come out of it um, if we're trusting him. And, and again, going back to trust your base. And, and I think this in, in business too, uh, but even as, as you talked, Jamie, is like, you know, we knew the base of our defense we can beat anybody in that thing. Now this little blitz off of this side of this little, uh, this little teeny thing um, where we line up the rovers a little bit differently, or we bring a guy off the edge and they don't know it, but we're so great at our base that they, you, you see what I'm saying? So, so you don't have, you don't lose integrity and in anything. And I think that's in life too. You know, you can kind of, you can do more things if you, if you've got, a strong base. And I know that, you know, that's in the, that's kind of obvious in the Jesus piece or whatever, you know, that, that piece. But I think about uh, one of the things we talk about a lot is, and this is for coaches is we want to be really simple and Oh yeah. Everybody says, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's super hard. You guys being simple is the stinking hardest thing ever. And we had a coach, uh, Chris Mike a long time ago that he could make a big, a big uh, offensive production and he could make it, I felt like it was like you could write this book for idiots, you know, and, and we all could understand it. And so those are, are great pieces, but I've, I've kind of learned more is where a better word for that is be simple, but also clear. So if we're clear and if we know what our job is and we can kind of paint some pictures as coaches and teachers and dads, paint a picture of how it looks and then we'll kind of get the details as they go. And that, I think that's the fun of growing. And I think the same thing, in a business situation and a, in a sales thing, but, but as a mom and a dad, um, but, but in coaching, I think, I think it's gold and then constantly refine and you gotta, you gotta get a kick out of what you do. So bring passion to it. And I'm listening to our guys planning a practice of 10 pods all over the field the other day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, but it, the excitement that was building, in the way, hey, here's how we can teach this, here's how we can do this, and, you know, and there it is right there. Something that's a tough deal just turned into something. We're having a blast with it. Our guys are going to love it, and um, hopefully the other guys don't cheat and we win all our games. Coach, you, you talked about it, and I just wanted to share it. So my recruiting story is maybe – unique in some ways and also similar in other ways. I had two older brothers that played for you before I got there. And so I grew up coming to Bethel, but I still felt like I, I remember sitting at Perkins in Alexandria, Minnesota, you and I and my dad, <laughs> and um, you given me this, this same information, which was be who you are, figure out who you are, be good at that and stick to it. And that's, I mean, I think that's a little bit, what you're saying right now is figure out who you are, live with integrity and be able to adapt, but you got to figure out who you are first. And, yeah. and then, you know, the start, the part that stuck out to me was 
This is who we are. If you want to be a part of that, great. We want you. If not, if it doesn't work, that's okay. And I think when I think about coaches or businesses, we're always trying to figure out what's the next new thing that people are going to be excited about rather than being us Mm. and saying, Hey, you know what? This is what I believe in to my core. This is what I believe is how it's supposed to mean to live. If you want to be a part of that, cool. If not, there's other people out there, other places for you, but anyway. And it's simple, but it's really hard. You know what I mean? (laughs) And we have a thing where we talk about is is now even is that uh, be the man that you want to be. And I can't give you all the answers to this because I'm still going, but, but write it on a rock, you know, so it's an integrity and you picked that that's on my rock and, and I am never done. But when I'm off to the things, geez, I come back. And the reason we talk about writing on a rock is I forgot who I was. I forgot who I served. I forgot, you know, and you can apply this again to your business and all that other stuff. But I kind of forgot who I was. You know, sometimes the churches even do that. You know what I mean? They get their worship is so good and their preaching is good. And, da, 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 and it, all be, it becomes about all kinds of other stuff. And they forgot what this is who this is what we're all about at the base are those things um, linking back? Do you know what I mean? Is the mission of Bethel, if, are we trying to grow and, and make enough money to survive, or are we trying to be a mission field that's incredible soil um, and, and training and, and loving on, on college kids and sending them out as good fruit, be great soil. Soil is still dirt. There's nothing, there's nothing that's... Uh, you know, perfect, still dirt, but boy, it's rich if you're, but then you come and you give your heart to that thing. And all of a sudden it gets a more, it gets a little bit more powerful and vulnerable and joyful and you keep going. And I can't, I can't have this happy heart. Uh, You you know, if I don't have somebody coming with me, (laughs) because some days, you know, us three could go do our workout and one day I come, I'm all sad because, you know, my dog died and I, but you guys are, hey, baby, here we go. You know, next thing you know, we grew each other. Next day, you guys are, you, you know what I mean? And so it's got to be, it's got to become our way. And, and we talk a lot about our, we want our way to be uh, uh, happy hearted, you know, with joy and then um, toughness, uh, which is mostly discipline. You know what I mean? Sometimes we think tough is getting your chest out and, you know, acting like you're, you know, a big football guy or something. It's not, it's about do the right thing over and over and over. That's what I want to do as a dad. You know, I, I got to be consistent in all those things, but that's where, again, where you write it on a rock and then, and then be devoted to one another. Cause you love each other. Next thing you know, you're better than you are. And we're all in this sucker together and, and it kind of perpetuates itself. And that's kind of, even at the beginning of the show, you talked about, Oh, you've had a great effect we have this great effect on each other because we've, we've, we've committed to who we think we are and, and the base is sure. So it's amazing how far you can fly when you're tethered uh, to something, to a base that's amazing. And so here I go. Start, only took me an hour to half hour to um, start crying. But anyway, uh, there's this, this lady that I've been studying talks about how everything's a gift, even the crud. And she talks about um, nobody's entitled to anything. You know, I mean, that, what string you play or where you, where you are in your company and where I ought to be. If you're spending too much time on that, you're not doing what we need you to do in your deal. And 
same with players. You guys get that probably a lot easier to where, you know, if I'm not the starter, then I'm not worth anything. Well, you are full of it, number one. And number two, you're not helping. You know what I mean? So as long as it's about you, we're, you're not going to grow us. You know what I mean? And it, so when it becomes about us, holy cow. And I don't, I think that's the same thing for a dad. You know, if it's all about me and my, you know, if everything's good, it's like, that, that's the softest sucker alive. And, and I just think that we got to knock that out. And football's a great thing for that. You talked about tethered and we recorded something that actually didn't go out uh, last week, I think. And we kind of, we cut open a vein a little bit. And I talked about how after I was done there and done coaching there, I kind of became untethered. You know, I, huh. I didn't have the rock of those relationships. And that was such a huge part of it to me. And, you know, I know that faith and our spiritual lives and that stuff is intended to be the rock that you guys kind of found, you know, mm -hmm. but at times that relationship is so valuable. And we talked about it with Seth Olson, who was in the NFL and having yep. sports be this connective tissue, how yeah. you prepare young men when you guys are, you know, when these relationships are so, so important to us to walk out of those things. It's a, it, it was such a challenge for me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I'm just interested because we have these yeah. kids at 16, 17, 18 as high school coaches that are walking into, maybe they're not going to go play a sport in college any longer and they become untethered. How do, mm. how do we direct them? How do we give them leadership as coaches mm. when they call us and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this thing. Well, I think there's a couple of things that come to mind. Uh, one thing is I was talking about that writing on a rock. Also in Philippians, Paul says, we're going to work on our salvation with fear and trembling until the day of Christ. So we're never done. So I have integrity on my rock and I know better than anybody that I'm full of poo. Okay. And I'm not going to swear on your podcast and wreck the whole thing, but um, I also have grown like crazy in the integrity piece. You see what I'm saying? So we're never done. I think the, the biggest, the thing, two things that came to me was, was that, and the other one is being vulnerable as coaches Younger, it's even worse, I think, but I think older guy, you know, guys that are older than me might not have been great at this because that old school stuff. But um, I want our coaches, including when you were, um, to be act, to be living out this faith piece and to be living out this football piece and to be living out this dad piece and to be, you know, so the guys, you know, whether they're high school or college, and it's a little more advanced in college just because guys are older and they've seen more. But they've got to see if you talk about integrity and the dad you're going to be someday and the, and the, the, the businessman and community leader, um, it's going to come down to those things. It's not going to come down to hitting a kid, um, you know, and, and, you know, scoring a touchdown. It's going to those are great things. And, and that happens because everybody did their stuff and football and most sports, but football is the best. It does this and you can't help but just be incredibly close. And so you do have a base, you have a common deal that's that, that doesn't go away because you're done, you got to draw on it, but it's, it is a lot different, you know what I mean? In most other sports like basketball, you know, you can play for the rest of your life. And it's another call to be simple, Jamie. It's another call to be, if we're, if we're all things to all people, 
And I get that we want to be broad, but but they got to see if I'm talking about being tough and being being there for you every single time, I better be there every single time. If we're going to be devoted to one another like brothers, um, that doesn't mean, oh, kumbaya, let's kiss and la la la, la everything's okay. It kind of means, it means I love you and I'm hugging you. But it also means if you're not, if you're, if you told me you were going to walk this way, you walk this way. And if I really love you, I'm going to discipline you and, and punch you. And, and I wanted our players to grow into that as much as, I, you know, I mean, if I found out that guys do, if, even now, when I find out that guys do something wrong, I think it's probably way worse than I'm hearing because nobody wants me to know. But if, but we, you know, you want to get it to the place where your players are not accepting that out of one another because our standards are high. Hey, you're a whatever football guy. You're a Bethel football player. This is who we are, dude. You know, and so I might punch you in the face in a loving Christian way. And so that, I think that's, that's a big deal. So coaches being vulnerable, leaders being vulnerable is way bigger than being smart and being, you know, kind of, have an empathy for what's going on without being, you know, not letting people be babies and victims, but, but being strong, but also, Hey, I understand that I get that, but man, you're still giving us good stuff. And, and the biggest thing I think of all is be authentic. You know, if you're just saying this stuff to say the right words or do the right thing or do the, um, that, that's not as big as crying and laughing and hugging and, you know, and even getting stinking pit, you know, and I, I think that, I mean, I guess that's the best thing that you do because I, I expect you guys to go out and do something good because, you know what I mean? And I don't mean because of us, but because we got to be, we got to rub together, boom, and, and that blossom happens, but it doesn't happen right, right away. And it doesn't, it might not have felt right for you, but it was in you deeper than you think, right? So you left and felt untethered. And that's how you felt. That wasn't how it was. That that's so sense? true. Because it's <laughs> so it's true. Driven, it's driven in you. If it's important, if it's big. Yeah. Well, and it, it took me being vulnerable too, you know, being the one to exactly. understand that I needed, I needed a guy like John to come in and, yeah. you know, kind of, I don't even know what the word is, but like to grow into me, you know, it's like yeah. to speak life into me and to, and to be there and to not just hold it all like yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, what was me sort of that softness that you talk about. Yeah. I just, and then it ignites something, you know, cause John's family are a big deal to me. His dad is one of my best in, encouragers ever. And one of the funny stories about that Perkins, get me back to this, Jamie, but that, uh, that Perkins story is um, I was talking about um, John's brothers and I always called him Shirk and Big Shirk and Little Shirk and, you know, and Butthead and everything else. But I called Jason, Jason. And I stopped him. Do you remember that? I stopped in the middle of my sentence. I said, I have never called this guy. I've known him for five years. I've never called this guy Jason in my life. I didn't even know that was his name. Anyway, he had to be there. But what, what you're saying, Jamie, is the, the stuff that you guys as coaches, you, you know, say you're a high school coach, all of us, college, doesn't matter. As high school coaches, you are you are weaving stuff in to these kids, and and most a lot of it you don't know, you know, because but the the big deal is that you are 
authentic and that you are grounded and that you are in. So when you give them that stuff, that's not going to come back null and void. So that's going to mean something later on to them. And that's just a faith journey that you have to have. I, my favorite verse is the Lord preserveth the simple because most of the really cool stuff that's happened. I didn't, I don't, I'm pretty sure it wasn't my idea. You know what I mean? But I was willing to roll and here we go. And we all kind of, and that's a great thing because it feels like we did it together. Do you know what I'm saying? And so I um in football, like in college football, your staff can be arguing about, oh, you know, you kind of want your guys that you recruited to step up and, you know, or your career, you're worried about being over there instead of being with these guys. Trust me, people know. The kids know. If you, but if you stink and invest in them, even if they can't play very good, or you just your job isn't to make them play good if they if they can, it's to make them be as good as they can in every way. And and I I just you know, time and time again, it's like if if your character on your team is good, you're you're gonna grow just as much as you know if you do all the right things as far as lifting and conditioning and teaching and da da da. So it's it's so intertwined, and that's the beauty of the game. Football is a hard game; it hurts you know, emotionally, physically, everything else. And, and the other part that's so amazing about it is, uh, is you need each other desperately. And you need fat guys and fast guys, every, everything in between. And you need guys that aren't playing, but they're encouraging or they're teaching or they're, they've got different gifts than somebody else. And so it becomes, um, it, it, it just gotta, you know, the, the word culture is a little bit overused, but it's, it, you know, what's your way? I like that better. What's your way? You had a happy hearted. We want to get a bunch of happy hearted, tough suckers to play football. And that's, it's like a fun and, you know what I mean? Like nicest guys in the world all week long on Saturday, we'll punch in a stinking nose in a loving Christian way. And when you win, it's even better. And when you lose, you work through it together better, in my opinion. When you really stinking love each other, you know, in a vulnerable and also uh, um, real way, if it, unless it's, you know, kind of BS and you're just kind of playing. Um, and I think that the most you can get, uh, the most joy you can get and the most effect you can have and have on you even is when you open yourself up to not being right, you know, and not needing, you know, I had this picture that I was going to be the star quarterback and um and it didn't work out so you know i'm gonna be i'm just gonna be sad well you got to carry your own backpack and how can i be of value here we go you know and i think that i'm talking football but that's a life thing everything else because it's full of disappointments how do you react well with joy stay connected to the king and count everything as a gift here we go coach you talk about coaches interweaving things into their players. Sometimes that's an intentional process. You know what you want to give them. Jamie and I, in, in talking and preparing this week, we were talking about how our business is about giving people skills to manage mentally and how they perform in, in all sorts of situations. And one of the things that we kept coming up in our conversation was that all of the skills that we're trying to teach people and bring to a conscious level right now are things that were interweaved into us yeah. at Bethel. 
and we don't ever remember talking about, oh, how are we going to reset? How we did that was, hey, next play, get to the next one. Yeah. Great story, and I share this all the time with teams that we're talking, we talk about when we talk about reset. I just remember coming off the field and being it in, ingrained into us that we were going to count everything as a blessing. And when we turned the ball over, we'd fumble, we'd not score, whatever. Our defense running past us saying, all right, let's go. We got you, yeah. you know, and it makes me cry thinking about it now. And I'm a 35 year old man, but um, how did you, or how did you go about, I know you have a sports psych background. How do you make those skills intertwined without kids or people even knowing they're getting it? Cause it wasn't ever like, Hey, this is what we're going to talk about now. Yeah. That's a good one. Cause I'm, I'm in it too, and I think it, I think it stays with simple. John, in 1989, I had the pleasure of telling um, alumni, and some of them were like old, old guys, that, uh, that I still say we want a bunch of guys that love the Lord, love football, love each other, and that love word kind of gets misused, and it's a lot bigger. It's pretty hard to explain, but um, it's about caring, you know, and, and, then, and then if you care about me, I trust you. And then if you trust me, I trust you more. Do you know what I mean? And so love and trust kind of build each other. And the next thing you know, when I'm, when I'm not kind of sheepish about going in, because I don't know how you feel, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like those things, those innate things, they don't have, you can't really come up with all the words, but you're, but it's really great to have them to go back to because I've, I've said so many of them in our deal. And, and this might answer the question better. I get irritated because we do have stuff, run to the fight, stay in the fight and finish. It's in our locker room. Uh, joyful, be, you know, be, be happy, be grateful, be tough and be devoted. All these things are, they're, they're wound into us, but they, they continue to grow. And I remember uh, probably three years ago, we we're in kind of a tough spot. I had our guys in there and I tears rolling down my face which isn't unusual but I was talking about don't you ever let those just be words those, those can't be words so reset even reset don't let's let that be a word that means more than reset okay you know push a button on the computer you know what I mean it's like reset we're resetting for a reason you know you punt so that you can get ready to go again you know and so we we want to we want to get that what's what's next. We got to stay in what's next. We got to learn from what happened, and if we're way ahead worrying about what's gonna happen with COVID, we're gonna miss an opportunity right here to recruit and to teach. Da, 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 da. The heart part it's gotta come it's gotta come out of your heart, and we're we're ever evolving. You know, I'm I'm older now, but I think I'm wiser. But I've you know I'm I'm not. I'm still not good at a lot of stuff and I'm not trying to be good at it. I'm trying to be as good as I can in the mix of what we're doing now. And so stay in, you know, be where your feet are. We talk about that all the time. If you're in biology, be in biology. If you're football, be at football. If you're on a date, be at football. <laughs> anyway, uh, but, but the pieces of that are, it's critical. It really is. And, and it's, and we're losing that with the phones, with all the technology and stuff like that. We are seldom, I go out with my wife and I bring my phone and it bugs her and it's, it's not, it's not good. You know what I mean? You're, you're not, 
we're, we're seldom in, we're almost training more ADD and softness because it's not real, you know what I mean? Or Instagram, whatever. And I don't mean to be, you know, an old guy that, that's making fun of that stuff, but uh, we don't contemplate very often and we don't, and what it does, you know what it takes away from? You're simple, your base. <laughs> it takes you away from the simple piece that here's, here's who we are, here's where we're going, here's how we're going to get there, let's go. And then the ideas come along and that, that excites it and it goes and goes and goes. But um, some of the words that you guys have, even on your website, I think they're awesome, but they, if they're just words, they're no good. But if they've got a lot behind them, and, and some of that's with experience and some of that is with, but a lot of it is having a base and a simple, and that goes with that simple and that base and that clear is, is really, is really important. What do we, you know, if you take a play, you know, a defense, we're running a defense, you know, what's, what's the purpose of this and where can we, you know, and then you can just a little tweak right here can be magic. You know what I mean? If, if the structure of the, of the thing is good. And so I, I didn't even finish the story before, but the, I feel like, um, because we have those words, people ask me, oh, what's your slogan this year? And it pisses me off because we've never had a slogan ever. Do you know what I mean? But we keep coming back to these principles that are stinking bedrock and they are foundational and they are strong. And you know what I mean? And, and I cry when I'm saying, when I'm saying them, but it's, but it's a big deal that that's who we are because if I build good into me, and I give it to you, um, we're going to grow. And it's just the way it is that there's high care and high, high, uh, um, high affection and high um, uh, passion. Um, you're, you can't not grow, you know what I mean? And that's where, and then you, you knock out selfishness would be the next thing and, and, and then you're, you're rolling. So it, it, this innate, it, it's got to be both and it's got to be, those things and that that culture that is a culture whatever the word is where is, is if there's a negativity that's going to grow and that's going to you know and you don't want to sit there, oh well we don't want to be negative well that's negative right there shut your face where are we going you know what I mean and so and I'm having a hard time right now and, it, and it's never over that's the thing it's like we're never over um because you know, you're thinking about, oh, what if we don't have our season? What if I do? That's a waste of time right now. If we have our season, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? And that's the COVID thing, but that's the business. Oh, we had this bad thing happen. What are we going to do? So we change everything that, you know, maybe it's, maybe you hang on, maybe you do. Maybe, maybe, and that's where that becomes, if you treat everything as a gift, maybe we just got, we just, our business just got punched in the face with COVID. Um, and it's going to change us. It could change you bad. It could change you good. But um, I'd say do, you know, whatever your bedrock is going to, you know what I mean? I, I, I think there's, there's both things. And I think you develop who you are and that simple piece of it. And, and I think that that's, that's huge. And, and it, let me say one more thing is we're run to the fight. We talk about run to the fight and use David and Goliath at the end of it. You know, everybody knows that story, but at the end of, of Samuel, when, when um, uh, David had tried on Saul's gear and he, everybody's telling David how to do it, he, all he needed was his rocks, right? But it said that David ran at Goliath. He got this little 14-year-old dude who's a stud evidently, but he running at a giant. I love that picture. Okay, so run to the fight. Stay in the fight. 
things don't look good, da, 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 stay in the fight. And as soon as you're going over there, you're, you're kind of screwing up, stay in the fight, stay in the fight, and then finish. And then I think finish, this whole thing was brought up with, with, um, uh, with a drive. We were talking about football. We were talking about drive, you know, you stay, stay in the fight, a tackle, you know, finish and all this stuff. And the coolest thing is, and then, and then finish, and then what's next? Because the finish might not be a good result. The fin I finished, but it didn't work. But that's what you got to go get what's next. And then, and this is like a year later, kind of thinking about finish where Jesus was going, was going to the cross. And he says, hey, Dad, Dad, can we skip the cross part? He didn't say it quite like that. But he went away to pray and said, take this cup from me. <laughs> and and then he, he finished. He finished. So we get what's next. So if we're kind of like sitting back, I heard Nick Saban talk after they won the national championship. He says, we haven't won these national championships. And the next day, I'm not thinking about, whoa, we won the national championship. What's next? What's next? And that's got to become a way of life because you're just, and I don't mean you don't enjoy that. And I don't mean you don't learn from it if it's good or bad but you got to get to what's next and you got to stay in the fight. Here's where we are. And you got to have faith that that finish, even if it's bad, is going to grow me. And if it's good, don't dwell, don't dance around. Ooh, goo -goo. Here we go. What's next. And I think if you, you keep joy in the mix of that, you got a chance to, to have a blast. Um, and then, you, you know, you get Mike tired out, but it's a good kind of tired so you can go to bed. The one thing I hear in all this and like as a takeaway for me is like grow your grow into your like grow yourself get better personally every single day stay in the fight daily as a as a you like you personally and guess what you're going to grow other people just because you're getting better and it's going to raise everybody's level and that's I mean that's what we try to do like that's that's our heart. You said, what's the COVID stuff going to do for us or allow for us? We stopped and had a conversation. How do we continue to give this gift of yeah. what you guys have given us? How do we continue to give it? Well, let's put it on a podcast. Who knows? What'll, who knows who will listen yeah. to it? But if it's 10 people, cool. You know, like, let's just give it away for free. <laughs> You know, and all these that statements so that are cool. just running yeah. through my head of the yeah. stuff that you guys gave us, like hold the rope, give it away, give your heart away, give it for free, all this stuff. It's like, it wasn't a slogan. It was a way of life. No. And no. Um, that's a challenge for anybody that's listening. How do you create that in your organization, in your team? If you want to call it culture, whatever. Yeah. How do you make it so that the priority is grow yourself to grow others? Yeah. So. Huge. Be, be, you know, grow you for us, you know, and, and then it's all going to, the other stuff just is icing on the cake. I was kind of saying that. And again, I grew up in a family like this, but you know, let the Lord care for the little stuff. I mean, the big stuff, I'm going to do this, you know, I'm going to walk this way and, and, and do it with, do it with joy and a happy heart. And, um, you know, then, and the, the cool thing about this cross stuff, we're talking about, it's like, it says you're okay. It said, you know, but we never feel that way. Like I'm, I feel in COVID that I'm inadequate. I, you know what I mean? I'm, 
I, I, I'm fighting every single day to, to be something that I, you know what I mean? And I know when I'm not going that way and, and we live in a society right now that we're listening to, you know, we're listening too much to our feelings and we're our thoughts. And then, so we got to move. Well, now I can't move. So, you know what I mean? We're getting bound up in some stuff. And, and I just think that um, feed your mind with good stuff because you know you're going to get bad and it's there's going to be the negative stuff and and you just gotta your heart's a wellspring of life treat it that way and um you know and then and then I think we're not as you don't have to be afraid of what's coming out if you put good stuff in <laughs> you know what I mean or, oh I shouldn't have said that I I have a lot of those but but I don't you know you know what I mean and and, and but I know they don't when I really kind of screw up and have to apologize it probably didn't come out of a good spirit and heart. You know what I mean? You know, and not that it's necessarily the worst thing in the world, but maybe, you know, I don't, I want to try to not, I don't want anybody to feel like I don't love them, you know? And, uh, but that doesn't mean if I love you, I'm going to tell you when you're a horse's behind, you know? And so I, th I think that's how we grow each other. But I, I think you're exactly right. You guys were build you. You know, build you as far as character, you know, the real things, not fancy and, you know, get a haircut stuff, but, you know, be, you know, deep. And, and how do you do that? I think that, I think you read and you, you, you concentrate on good stuff and, and the Bible's full of good stuff. If you don't like that, there's other good stuff, but, but those are, that's foundational, you know, and it's gonna, you don't know, you don't know when it's going to come out and you just kind of said that where we were you know all this stuff that happened at Bethel I felt untethered you weren't you just felt that way do you know what I mean because everything builds on something else that's why it's important but don't stay there just go you know anyway this is good for me I'm trying to learn some stuff the last few days you know we knew we were going to have you on and it gave me an excuse to reach out to some of our former teammates, guys that I haven't talked to in a long time. And yeah. I realized that there's no reason for that other than, I don't know, I guess some softness, some, yeah. you know, just disconnect, but it just reminded me of how much we need each other and, and connection. Huge. Especially in this time. And, and I know that there isn't a day that goes by that something from our experience being together doesn't impact being a dad, being a husband, being an employee, being a coach. And I just want to thank you for, thank for that. You. And I know you don't, you're not into us pumping you up and that's why we didn't give you all the bio information. We're going to put it at the beginning because we knew you wouldn't, <laughs> we knew you wouldn't want to deal with that. Um, Throw me off track. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I just appreciate what you, what you've done for, for us and for, for all these people. And I know you get a ton out of it too. And, and that's part of why you do it. So I love you. And, uh, love you too. we love you like crazy. You Your impact is, is been so huge on so many people and it's peripheral. Like it just, and I know it's not just you, it's all the guys on your staff that have poured into so many yep. guys and the alumni and, our teammates and um, we are better as human beings because we got to hang out with you and with your staff. So 
All right, we better let you go. Okay, buddy. Thanks um, for coming uh, on. I seriously would happy, be happy to do it again sometime, and um, that'd be awesome. Well, it's, it's good because I, you know, I need to, I need to listen to you guys, and so any way I can help you, and any way I can learn from you, I'd be, uh, I'd be tickled. So, all right, I gotta call this kid. Love you guys. Love I'm you good. too, bud. Love you too, coach. Thanks. Hey, man. Okay, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye bye. There's so much good stuff that Coach Jay gave us in that interview and sometimes it feels like drinking from a fire hose but to me the thing that kept coming up is what's your base how can you be simple when we lose that we lose it all most of the time john what's your challenge for our listeners the one i want to leave you with is what he talked about in running to the fight staying in the fight and finishing what's something in your life that you're avoiding that you don't want to feel the discomfort that you could move toward and finish you might not get the outcome that you want but then it's an opportunity to start again what's next and as always live eyes up